Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air, they do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. New International Version Jesus cares both about what we do, and why we do it. That's because He cares about our whole selves, our physical needs and our emotional-slash-spiritual needs. In our anxiety about the future, Jesus guides us toward a non-anxious presence for our daily lives. We all know what worry is. It's that unsettling feeling in the pit of your gut about what's going to happen tomorrow. Whenever we worry, we display an inability to see beyond our own little world. Worry bogs us down and saps our faith. Our worry is significant enough to warrant Jesus repeating the command to not worry six times. And He gives six reasons why. Life is more than food and clothes. When we are beset with worry, we need a big picture view of what's going on. Being overly concerned about how the necessities of life are going to be met, we need a reminder that God cares for life itself, including us. If God cares about life, which is so valuable, He will sustain us with what we need to live that life. God cares for the birds in creation. People are the apex of God's creation. And, since God cares for every other creature on this earth, and sustains their lives, God will certainly care for us, as well. Worry begins to melt and be replaced by faith, not when we try and work up feelings of trust, but when we take the time to observe creation, watching the birds and seeing how God takes care of them. Birds don't worry, they just enjoy God's providence. Birds work hard, but they aren't farmers who plant and harvest. Yet, God sustains them. So, if God will provide for small creatures that don't plan to avoid starvation, how much more will God sustain you? Worry accomplishes nothing. Worry is like a rocking chair, it gives you something to do but doesn't get you anywhere. Worry is simply unhelpful. Greater than don't worry about the world coming to an end today. It is already tomorrow in Australia. Greater than. Greater than Charles M. Schultz. God cares for the flowers and grass in creation. God clothes the flowers better than we ever could dress ourselves, which is what my daughters have told me for years. Jesus specifically identifies flowers and grass because they illustrate a short and precarious lifespan. Christ's logic is from the lesser to the greater, if God cares for something as fragile and temporary as flowers and grass, how much more will God care for you? Jesus links worry with a small faith. We have expectations in life about how things ought to go. If those expectations are grounded in God's promises, then whenever adverse circumstances come, we will likely respond with peace and trust. However, if we are anticipating the future to turn out a particular way, then the worry sets in. While we worry, we begin taking matters into our own hands. If the situation goes against our expectations, then we start to question if God is good or not, or if the Lord really has our best interests at mind. We must not tether ourselves to a specific outcome, rather, we need to rely on God's care for us, no matter what the outcome will be. Your Heavenly Father knows your needs. Unlike the ancient pagan deities who were aloof, fickle, and did not pay much attention to people, God is always watching us, always attentive, 
always knowing our every need. Pagan worshippers keep worrying about whether the gods will really care, or not. However, with God there is no need for worry because we know the Lord has our backs and is trustworthy. Just as my girls used to jump from the stairway in a leap of faith because they knew for sure Dad was going to catch them, so also your Heavenly Father is a reliable God. The necessities of life will be given to you. God's business is to provide for our necessities, our business is to seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness. The verb form of seek is a continuous action of seeking. We are to daily seek God's kingdom and submit to Christ's Lordship. We are to continually pray for God's kingdom to come and bring all the world under the gracious authority of Christ. We need to keep seeking social, political, cultural, institutional, and ecclesiastical reform because God cares about it all coming under Christ's Lordship. Continually seeking God's kingdom means we dethrone wealth and possessions as our first pursuits, and instead seek heavenly treasure as defined by Jesus. We are to continually seek God's righteousness by seeking peace where there is discord, forgiveness when others sin against us, mercy instead of judgment, right relations with people in our family, at work, in the neighborhood, and in the church. The will of God is clearly stated, seek first the kingdom of God and God's righteousness. Conclusion If we are busy with kingdom business, there is then no room for worry. Anxious fretting sets in whenever we are diverted from seeking the kingdom. There's no need for worry about tomorrow because I am busy today doing God's will. So, how then do we overcome worry? 1. Confess and renounce worry. Call worry for what it is, a lack of faith. 2. Observe creation. Take regular walks in nature. See all the flora and fauna around you. Perceive how God cares for all of it, and you. 3. Get to know the God of the Bible. Spending time with God increases our faith and reliance upon the Lord. Knowing that He is trustworthy, increases our faith. Engaging in the spiritual practices of prayer, giving, and fasting build our trust in God. 4. Seek first God's kingdom and righteousness. Busy yourself with kingdom pursuits, instead of worry. May God's blessing rest on you, as you value what Jesus values, and as you seek the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength.